Hi, my name is Marissa Klein. I'm the founder of Choice Fashion and Media and co-host of the career inspiration podcast, The Dreamcatchers. And I am Jamie Stozer, the other co-host of The Dreamcatchers and the VP of Fashion and Media at Choice Associates. Up next is a special edition of The Dreamcatchers. We've curated our favorite dreamers and doers for an inspirational conversation. Thanks for joining us and hope you enjoy. Everyone, good Welcome. evening. Good evening. Cheers, first and Cheers. Foremost. Cheers to all. This of is our my red tank. What is this called? Creamsicle. creamsicle. Socially distanced cheers. It literally tastes like a creamsicle. Welcome everyone to Dreamcatchers Live. This is our first live event since I don't even know. When do you think? We are masked, frostings, and Purells. Yep. Here we go. And we have all of our branding. By the way, we had Purell before Purell was a thing. Yeah, by the way, those are our, like, that that's was, our, like, business This was giveaway. our thing from Choice yep. long before Purell was a thing. Um, so. so welcome, everyone. Um, for those of you watching on Facebook Live, we'll give a little intro of who we are. Um, once this is a podcast episode, that's pre-recorded, so you'll hear that later. I'm Jamie. This is my sister, Marissa. This is our first event outside, or in general, live, probably since February. I would say maybe yep. the end of February. Because we definitely didn't do one that first week of March. And nope. Then, and then the world's. I'm not sure what. Um, so welcome. We are sitting outside on Mama Street in Red Bank um, at Red Tank Brewery, which is John's Brewery, which we'll introduce in a moment. Um, talking to Red Bank business owners and or Monmouth County natives about life now and how we've pivoted either before COVID, during COVID, because of COVID. Um, we're going to go around and have everyone introduce themselves, tell us you know who you are, your business, what you're doing here. And then we'll get into it a little bit with Kate, who is here via Zoom slash StreamYard slash, I don't know, I want to plug every... Slash Shared Universe. Thank you talented. to Shared Universe, because I would not have been able to figure out how to do this, Kate. So Kate is here digitally. We have a couple of live guests, including Ming behind the camera, who's going to join us, because he himself has had to pivot a lot. <laughs> and I, I do want to say the word pivot, which we've enjoyed social marketing for exactly that reasons. Everybody's favorite episode with the couch that can't turn. Anyway... Everyone on this podcast tonight is not only a pivoter in this moment, but they were actually a professional pivoter prior to this moment. Which we love talking about. Yes. And I know Kate loves to talk about, and I think recently... You just wrote an article about correct. it, correct? Um, so, Kate is here. Um, again, everybody, I'm Marissa, and I run with Jamie Choice Fashion and Media, and obviously we've been enjoying our stint hosting the Dreamcatchers for the last couple of years, and we are closely um, involved and or tried to be closely involved in New York City as part of Kate's genius uh, business that she launched, what is it, a year and a half ago? A year, yep. Yeah, a year and a half ago called Luminary, which is, and I will let her explain, but we were one of our original members. And even though we are suburban moms, which is probably our best asset right now, right? Um, we were taking advantage of all the things that she had imagined in Manhattan under her roof and I will let her explain that but she is also born and raised in Monmouth County and may or may not be vacationing right now in a town that we all know and love not too far from here so we wanted to bring her in to be part of this conversation as she has so much wisdom and also has um, the pivoting experience also comes from here also what else can I add to your pedigree that you 
understand what it's like to have to change everything that you had been planning, turn everything upside down, and also has a community of people that are following you and have subscribed to you and also writes blogs, posts, shares, and leads with light, which is what Jamie and I subscribe to. So anyway, Kate, thank you for joining us virtually. Go ahead, take the floor, tell everybody about you, your dream, and where you are today. Before we actually go oh, into fine. Kate's full story, let's Jamie just have everyone no. introduce fine. themselves first. Okay, fine. Just so we know who's here, and then Kate can give us a little background. So Kate, you can start. Just introduce yourself if you don't mind. Marissa gave you a lovely intro. Um, introduce yourself, maybe just a quick snippet of where you are now, like what you're, what you do. Um, I don't even know. Where you are now is Seagirt, but where, where, what you do now in life. Yeah. Uh, I, so as, uh, as Marissa mentioned, Kate Luzio, I'm the founder and CEO of Luminary, uh, and I'll talk a little bit about that later, but I'm a former 20-year um, executive in financial services, and I'm a proud Matawan Husky. So, there you um, go. <laughs> grew up in Matawan and uh, Monmouth County, and uh, yeah, love the area, and I'm back because um, I spent as much time as I can down there. Awesome. See, there you Kate, go. Thank you for being here. Go ahead. Introduce yourself, John. Erica, Erica, or Erica first. Yeah. Uh, my name is Erica. I'm a co-owner of Toss, Say Bobby, and Mr. Pizza Slice. Oh. So like the whole, oh, like basically this entire yeah. street. Where are we? Yeah. East, yeah. The whole <laughs> eastern side of <laughs> Mammoth Street. Yeah. <laughs> first <laughs> northeast of yes. Mammoth Street. Yeah. It's made of, they're all about two doors apart from each other. Thank you for being here. Erica, I actually met Erica. We were at a music class with our babies together, and we talked for like, I think it maybe was one class before Elliot decided he hated the class. <laughs> um, but we became friends on Facebook, and I knew this is what she did. And it was just a matter of time before I found her again yes. to be on our podcast. Yes. So thank you for being thank here, Erica. You. Thank you for having me. And John? So I'm John. I am the owner, CEO, founder. My wife and I founded Red Tank Brewing here in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, just love making beer, love drinking beer, right? Yeah. Who doesn't? So uh, we uh, come from a wedding background. We were wedding photographers and still are wedding photographers for a long time and um, decided that we wanted to try something fun and new and you know, before I go into Kate's story, I just have to tell this story live because I told it before. John is actually the reason I live in Fairhaven and this area. Um, when I met John, I, I found my wedding venue called the Stonehouse at Sterling Ridge in 2008. And I was trying to find additional pictures of it online to show my sister and my mom after I had been there. And it was brand new. So it was like really hard to find photos. So you look up like photos, Stonehouse, and it just like John Acara, John Acara, John Acara. He's like obviously had shot there the first four weddings that they had had so I reached out to him and yeah. he was I booked him as my photographer and he's like I could do an engagement session for you but it would have to be in Red Bank so I looked at my at that time fiance I was like what's Red Bank like I think I've heard of it I think it's by deal where I go grew up going to the beach so PS to this we came down and John did our engagement pictures right on Broad Street yep. right on the Navisink didn't even know this area and I have them now all over my house because my kids are like wait that's right by blah 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 um, it's like outside of I think it's Robinson's Ale House across yep. the street we were sitting on these like you know black wrought iron chairs and we'll still to this day walk around Red Bank and be like I think I took a picture in front of this weird little alcove he found all these cool spots like there's like a mural the wall so John is one of the reasons I know this whole area so thank you for being here John um, and Ming what about you can you introduce yourself back there Ming come around I will here, this here she, she's doing our sound so I, uh, sorry hey what's up I, think I uh... you pivoted like four times 
Uh, how are you all? I'm, I'm the guy behind the boards here. Usually I like just being the guy in the chair unseen, but uh, I run a Shared Universe podcast studio. Uh, we help people live stream. We help people launch podcasts. We help people have fun like this. Like, yeah. you know, you just be outside drinking beer and uh, podcasting and recording shows that uh, uh, not only go to people, influencing people in our local area, but, but worldwide. Um, you know, you might get someone from like Czechoslovakia going, hey, I listened to your show. It was really, you know, very, very good. So <laughs> it's um, it's pretty cool. I yeah, I come from the the school of Howard Stern. I always wanted to be like that, and um, you know, we couldn't back in the day. But now we have this powerful, powerful tool where we can reach people um, just by talking to a microphone. So so hi. <laughs> hi Ming, thanks, thanks for, for being, being here, here, Ming. Ming literally like. I don't know. He does like all of the things. Like I will have like a weird like question about my computer unrelated to Ming, and I'll be like, "Can you help me with this?" Because I think you probably know how to do it. Um, so, Kate, we will start with you. We'd love to talk to you today. We sent some questions prior, but we're going to talk today, obviously, about you know the environment that we're currently living in, how that's affected our current our businesses. Obviously, these guys are all local business owners. You are a business owner in New York City. From here, obviously, spend time down here. Would love to hear from you just a bit about what Luminary is, what you've been doing now um, as you spent over a year cultivating, curating a community of women to be at a shared space. And now that space is, you know, non-existent or has been very many existent, months. but in different ways. Correct. So I'd love to hear kind of a little bit more about what you've done to pivot, what brought you to the first pivot, which was leaving your financial career into Luminary, and then now what you've had to do over the course of the last six months. Yeah, I'll try to keep It's a loaded, long question. See if you can do that in 10 sentences Here's the thing, Kate. Tell me why you changed careers, and then tell me everything you've been doing for six months. Yeah, so again, I was in corporate investment banking for almost 20 years, and I love what I was doing. I was making a lot of money. I was moving around the world. I really wasn't in the for a long time. Hold on one second. Can you hear her? Because I hear her, but very faintly. I just want to make sure we can hear her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Continue, Kate. I can hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, the joys of technology. Um, so, uh, anyway, um, I love my job. I was having a great time. Um, but what I wasn't seeing was enough women being promoted and more being paid. And I was just getting really but I just really wanted to do more. I wanted to have bigger impact. And so um, almost after almost 20 years, I quit my job. And a few months later, not even, I brought this to Luminary. Luminary is a collaboration hub, physical. It was written physical in New York City in Nomad. Um, really bringing women from all different backgrounds, levels, titles together, built on programming. So everything we do is built on investing in stuff with professionals. But also this idea around of information, ideas, and breaking down the silos. It's also not just for women. Focused on targeting women, it's we welcome our male allies. It's really important to have men at the table as we're about our. I love the word male allies. I'm into it. Yeah. And uh, we're not just for entrepreneurs or people that need co working space, we're really for professional women and men that are all about defining their 
success in their own way. So we have bankers, we have lawyers, we have accountants, we have entrepreneurs, um, you know, coaches, instructors, everything. In um, and uh, our age range right now is about 19 to 81. And up to 56% of our members work full-time jobs in full-time offices, whatever that means now. And about 40% entrepreneurs or small and it's really focused on collaborating. We were doing in 2019, our first year, we did over 200 in-person events, workshops, and programs, many of whom you guys came to the city to see, um, and had amazing speakers and facilitators. And um, our trajectory was great. Uh, again, very physical. There was no digital component. Um, and then COVID happened. Yep. And overnight, literally overnight, we had to put everything online and i remember saying my team but let's just put it all online my team is incredible um and so that was march 14th and since then we've done 475 programs workshops and events um for everything from Sandra Campos, who's the CEO of PDF, of Cynthia Rallies, workshops on how to manage through PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, how to bring your, how to pivot your business, how to rewrite your business plan, how to create a financial plan. So uh, some are very small, some are very little, and uh, it is definitely been a journey. I would say starting the business in 2015, I self-funded it, so I have no investors. It's just me. Uh, it's been harder, I think, doing this pivot and trying to figure out how we make sure this business survives and not only survives, thrives. Luckily, uh, we reopened the physical space in June um, when New York City went to phase two. And it's been great because we actually have the space reopened. But now, because of COVID, we accelerated any plans we ever had. And now we have a digital membership that's global. So we have membership all over the world. Um, and everything can be done digitally, virtually, our community access. And because we work with not only individuals, like teams, we also work with corporate clients. So we have JP Morgan, UBS, Weight Watchers, now WW. Um, you know, UBS and a lot of others that uh, by Goldman Sachs that are our corporate members will now also be able to help help them rethink their office as they go forward through the pandemic and what does that look like in the future. So um, it's definitely been a crazy time, uh, the hardest time I've ever had in my career, but um, worth it today. Yesterday we announced um, a new program um, in partnership with Unilever. They're um, investing over half a million dollars in um, providing 250 fellowship memberships to um, women business owners across the United States. So we're really excited about that and more to come. Incredible. I love it, Kate. And honestly, had you been here live, which you obviously still are, this is the new norm, um, we would love for you to help us almost, in a way, moderate this panel, only because you, I know, love to do that and are very similar to and us we've in seen that you way. do it. 
So <laughs> would love to figure out ways, um, and obviously we didn't rehearse this, so we'll, you know, see how this goes, um, to talk a bit about Kate's experience and how she pivoted from finance to creating this women's networking group and space to now having to be all digital and how, you know, coming from this area, you know, you grew up in Monmouth County, um, obviously have a lot of roots here and love for the area. So would love to kind of just include you in this conversation um, and figure out ways to, um, you know, have you ask some of these questions too, or, you know, chime in when, when necessary. So would love to yeah, hear. You know, the yeah. one thing that I would add that I probably should have said was, you know, what really allowed me to pivot very quickly was the fact that I had a business plan and a financial plan. And I could look at that and figure out what levers I could pull within that uh, and where I could increase expenses, where I needed to figure out headcounts, um, and then where I could invest in the business. And that's been, that's been since the day I launched them and now, but most of that from my 20 years plus plus years in corporate America and building and rebuilding businesses. If I hadn't wanted them, definitely would have been. Right. So pivot number one has been the boot camp for pivot number two and a half or whatever we want to call this. And I think Kate's a great resource for all of us here at this table, but also any of our listeners who are business owners and figuring out how to do that right now. And we were supposed to have two other guests today, um, Jesse and Ches DeCellis. They are husband and wife duo who... Chez is the um, was the original founding partner and executive chef at B Two Bistro, which is in Red Bank, also in the back and the west side of Red Bank. And um, his wife Jessie is assistant manager at One Willow in Atlantic Highlands, which we got to speak to her earlier today, and she said such amazing words, which we'll get to. Ming's going to show some of her um, interview in a moment. Um, but Jessie is and her husband are kind of in charge of the governor's mansion. So speaking of New Jersey and kind of what we're all doing now and how what we're allowed to be doing now and phases, et cetera. Um, Jesse spoke to us earlier today about a lot of that, which was really interesting. So we'll get to that as well because she is the residence manager and her husband is the executive chef to the governor. So they work in hospitality and she works for the governor's mansion and she also has her master's in public health. So talk about a triple interesting combination at a very And she had this background to help One Willow decide what they were going to do with their own plan. And I just thought it was so interesting because one of the things Marissa and I preach and one of the things that we've created is this Dreamcatchers web, which is everybody that's been in our podcast and or come in contact with us in some way is part of our web naturally. And so if we can figure out ways to get those folks to connect to one another, I think it's awesome. So somebody like Jesse could be a great resource to somebody like John or like Erica and or Kate could be a resource to John now that we've all connected in this way. So thank you again, everybody, for being here. Would love to and just... I, wait, I want to just say one thing to Kate as a compliment. I ran a program um, on Luminary, just a, not, a, a, not a Luminary program, but a private program that I posted in the Luminary community uh, probably la- two weekends ago. And I had told Serby, one of the women on your team, how incredibly impressed I was because I would say I had about 10 which I think is pretty good. Like 10 people want to come. I only had like one fall off and most of the guests were digital. So I wanted to say that speaks volumes to the marketing, to where you are, checking. what you're doing, how you're marketing. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it as, as we are doing 
you know, we have a, a similar situation where we're just trying to get to people and we're trying to help people. And I think, you know, in all fairness, I'm proud to have Luminary in my back pocket and on my LinkedIn and in my world because you're, you're, you're doing exactly what needs to be done in order to get to people and just really truthfully we're just trying to help that's all. everybody's just everybody, trying to help even though some of us are in the food service business Ming's in the communications business um, you know we're in the staffing business we're all in a similar customer service client service just trying to help people either have fun raise their voice like Ming um, find their next job figure out their resume have a good salad or anything in between <laughs> Um, so that being said, would love to switch gears for a moment and just direct this question to everyone. Feel free to chime in at any point. Would love to hear from each of you, which we heard from Kate a bit. You know, let's start with John, actually. So John pivoted from being a... Um, you know, wedding photographer in the wedding business to creating and opening a brewery. So obviously that's a big pivot, but what is it that you've been doing? Obviously we're sitting in it. So we see it. Um, and I'm tasting it. Yeah. And by the way, this is delicious. Um, so tell me who's going to get me the refill though. Cause you're, okay. Um, cause you're sitting here. Um, so tell me a little bit about what you're doing here. Obviously you can see we're on Monmouth street and you can kind of see it behind us in Red Bank, which is right off Broad Street, which is the main drag here. And on Thursday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, all of Broad Street's closed. Mammoth, I think, is closed also on Sundays? No, they don't do that. Oh, they don't they, do it anymore. They, they, they did? They stopped doing that. They gave us these bump outs for seven days. Instead of closing it down for just one day, So you have tables in the street. Yep, got yep. it. Love it. And now Erica gets the same thing. She's got the same, she's on the same street. So we're both, we both kind of pivoted the same right. way at the same time. Right. Awesome. So tell us a bit about how this has been for you as a business owner and what you think have been the biggest challenges, the biggest highlights, just a little bit about the silver lining. Yeah. I would love to, hear I'd love to so. share the silver lining, like the good stuff. Yeah. All right, so we'll we just heard about it because we all know, we all know, listen, we all know yeah. what frustration. We yeah. all know we're not paying any bills. Right. right? I mean, neither am I. <laughs> right. You think you think I'm paying any bills right I'm now? I'm not paying any bills right now. This is just fun. We're drinking yeah. beers, but we're not paying any no. bills. No. So. The only bill I'm paying tonight is my babysitter. And by babysitter, I mean my husband. So continue, <laughs> John. So, so um, well, as you can see, we had a huge tap room, uh, popular on the inside. It was packed every night. We were open from Tuesday, yep. Tuesday through Sunday. Um, so what we had to do was uh, move everything outside. Um, getting permits, securing legalities with bringing alcohol out onto the street and doing stuff like that. But um, the silver lining before anything negative um, is that they're going to wind up doing this next year. Which, I was going to yeah. say, I would love this to be all the time. I'm yeah. so, seeing that about all things. I like Kate has a now digital membership. Yeah, look at Kate. She's like, I would never have thought to maybe do a digital and now I did it and now I'm so happy I have it. Right. Yeah. So apparently uh, rumor has it that Red Bank is going to do the Broadwalk, which is closing Broad Street uh, next year and hopefully they offer us these bump outs as well and we can utilize this as well as the inside and really have uh, you know, a summer destination for people to come to in Red Bank because Red Bank is hot fall, mm -hmm. winter, spring. Right. The rest of the time we we're really all miss the out beach. on summer because right. yeah. everybody goes to the beach. You know, there's yep. great spots right on the water. But if we have that broadwalk that is very Euro, it's mm -hmm. very chic and it's a great place to hang out. And we have 
all this cool stuff going on outside, which is where everybody wants to be, that really helps us. I love it. And how, how long into the fall are you allowed to keep this open? They said November, but there's no date. So I'm thinking that we're going to play it by how uncomfortable we get. You know? <laughs> right. Totally. I mean... How freezing cold. Listen, like, right. Yeah, but like, honestly, we have good weather here. Yeah, it yeah. Not like until December. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm fine in a jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing one right now. Right it's 900 degrees. It's literally <laughs> 9,000 degrees. Right. Yes. So, Erica, yes. you, as we mentioned, own three businesses pretty much next to each other-ish right. at the end of this block. Um, again, you can reintroduce what those are. I know you said them already. And tell us a little bit about how this has affected you. Right. We have Tossed, which our salad place, Mr. Pizza and it had place. just opened. Yeah, literally uh, mid-January. That we were open for two months, and we had to close. Toss, we actually closed for about a month and a half, almost two months, because we weren't sure how things were going to go then. So we fully closed Toss down, um, and then our third business, Say La Vie, we had closed down also temporarily. Um, but the pizzeria stayed strong the entire time. But same as John was saying, we have now for Say La Vie this beautiful outdoor seating, which has helped us tremendously. Like businesses been actually better than I expected. Not good. It's not, yeah, exactly. Like, it's not, it's not our norm. I mean, summer for us has always been amazing, but it's not, you know, quite what we wanted, but come March when we were panicking, we were saying, oh my God, what are we going to do? But it's actually pretty consistent. We're doing good, you know, during the day, at night, it's bringing a crowd. Um, Tossed and the Pizzeria are both mostly delivery and curbside pickups, so those ones are staying strong. This is what made us go from Grubhub, DoorDash, all those systems, so we're getting a lot of delivery orders, so even though we were panicking that things were gonna, you know, get a little weird, it actually wound up working out as much as it could, so. That's wonderful. And, you know, I think, I just want to say, I think there's nothing, there's something to be really celebrated here in the juxtaposition that we have Kate here who is although from here has the that that quintessential NYC point of view and poor my my city our city right. has getting, gone getting is getting a lot of crap especially this week now you know on all this different stuff on, on social media and in all fairness I have not physically been back Jamie went last night last night for the go, first time since March you know in a couple of days for a doctor's appointment that I've obviously canceled four times and I'm finally going to go and in all fairness, I, I just think it's interesting how how unifying everyone's journey is. Where like you are small business owners in a town called Red Bank, which actually is not a small town. It's a cool town and it's a well-known town. But having a suburban lifestyle conversation. And yet, I don't really think it's going to feel much different than Kate might maybe having a conversation with two or three business owners in her neighborhood, in her residential neighborhood in New York City, or in her neighborhood that she just created her new business in. Um, So really, interestingly enough, New York and all of its phenomenon and suburbia and all of its suburbanness, we're all the same, especially now. I think the playing field has been completely level, right? So whether you're a staffing agency, whether you're a restaurant, whether you're fashion, clothing, and or community, as small business owners, it's it's a level playing field. We're all in this together. Literally. Uh, We have to survive, right? We have to support each other and shop each other. You know, I keep saying that to people. Don't just say, yay, good, great job for the restaurant in Red Bank that it was able to do outdoor dining. Go sit there yeah. and have a beer there. 
go do delivery and takeout, right? Um, it's so important that we stop small, uh, and that's that's going to help. That's going to make break a lot of businesses. I know it's heartbreaking to see. I came into the city last night. I have to say, I mean, it was late, so it was hard for me to tell, but. It was alive. Like, you know, I had heard some rumblings and it felt kind of dead and sad and boarded up. And I'm sure that there are streets that were. I was on the Upper East Side. We ordered from an amazing place. I wish I knew the name of right now. A Turkish restaurant. I think it was on 62nd and Lex. I'll have to follow up and tag them later because it was amazing. And they all had these outdoor beautiful seating and there was people. The only difference was that there was... Did we lose Kate? Or no, she's still there. Okay. Um, he just switched screens on me. I got confused. I'm also staring at a frozen image of my face on the right screen of me, just so you understand like what I'm dealing with. Hey, you'll okay. see it after. It's, it's, it's funny. It's, it's really good. It's in fact, right I'm going to take view. a photo of it because it's, it's perfect. I'm going to, there it is. Um, so what I was going to say is, oh, the only difference is that everyone in New York City is walking around with a mask on in the street. So obviously you can see we're sitting fairly close to one another as long as you're outside. Um, would love to hear from you, Kate, just a little bit about what it's like. Now you're obviously here in New Jersey on a vacation, but what it's been like to be in New York City. Because yeah. um, I'd love to kind of debunk some of those myths, even for us as New Jerseyans. Last night was the first night I had gone in since March 13th, and I was expecting it to feel way worse, and it was lovely and great. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about how New York's been. You know, it is. Uh, you know, I've 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 literally been in New York since since the since this all started. I'm here for five days, but um, you know, it's my home, and I wasn't about to flee and desert it. Uh, and I have my business there, and I'm supporting you know our members there. And I just felt like you know, and you know, I had coronavirus for five weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So. I was sick. Um, I think the one thing, a couple of things. Number one, long live New York City. Like, we're tough. And just like we're from New Jersey, we're tough. We've gone through Sandy, we've gone through 9 11. We've gone through so much. Uh, while it looks different, and, and this goes back to the small businesses, they are the life of the city. And we already know how many. Oh my God. Down. I'm sorry. <laughs> By the way, I was, I was about to say to John, like, why are you playing on your phone? And it was because he was right. texting his staff. To bring me another one of these amazing creeps. Thank you, guys. And I'm, thank thank you. you so much. Cheers to that. Katrina, Katrina, and Tom. Thank you, Katrina and Tom. Tom. Thank you. Kate can't taste it. We haven't figured that one out, Ming. Kate, yeah. Ming, we I need to figure out a way. I virtually get you a beer. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead, then. Kate. No, it's just I, I think everyone, of course, the media sensationalizes everything, and uh, and it's yeah, it's different, right? Especially March, April, May, it was really bad um, because we were really committed. I think what you just said, Jamie, that everybody wears a mask, we know better now, mm-hmm. right? York City had the worst cases, and we now know better. And so you're not going to find people that are wearing masks. You're not going to find people that are following the rules because we don't want to spike. Um, and, you know, I can agree with you all I like. The reality is you have, people have got to start coming back to the city, right? It's only survive with people shopping, with people being there. And I know it's that first time you get on the, pu- the subway or you come in however you transit whatever once you do it once I think it's 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 good and what I love is 
the, the, the spirit of the, the New Yorker, um, we're not going anywhere. And this, this shit's not going to bring us down. Like, we're going to come back and we're going to come back strong forever. Read the Jerry Seinfeld op-ed. I read it, read it. You know, it, it, I think, you know, it's like, don't give up, right? Did people give up in, in, in the short towns after they know they rebuilt, right? And that's what we're going to do to New York City. I love it. And, you know, I think what I'd love to hear from you guys, um, you know, this, I could talk about this kind of yay, like we got this um, the whole night, but would love to backtrack a little. One of the things that Marissa and I like to talk about on our podcast often being that it is a career podcast, just to backtrack a bit. We like to talk about, um, you know, what did you want to be when you grew up? Because I'm going to guess that Erica did not necessarily want to own three businesses. I'm mom and <laughs> Kate didn't necessarily want to be, you know, or dreamt maybe of doing this. Funny enough. I don't even know if you could name what that was. Right. right? <laughs> well, funny enough, I want to just say this for the audience because I think it's awesome. So today, a girlfriend of mine from growing up texted me a photo of my eighth grade picture, which has like a caption under it. And my sister's as well, which is really funny. And there's like little inside jokes under it that are like the OG hashtags where I'm like, I don't know if I remember that inside joke, but it was a million years ago. And it then sparked a conversation with all my you know childhood friends. But in it, it said, I wanted to be an owner of an advertising agency. And what's funny is that if you asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would have said a dance teacher. I would not have remembered the advertising agency part, which I guess I'm not that far away from. I'm, you know, I have a podcast, which is a form of marketing. And, you know, I wanted to turn to little 14 year old me and say, like, you're doing it, you know. So we like. Or as your older sister, I know that you didn't want to put that you wanted to be a dance teacher in print in your eighth grade. Yeah, duh. Because I wanted to be like, I mean, I want to like own an ad agency because I'm like, what's I'm like, you're trying to be Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear. So, would love to hear from all of you. What did you want to be when you grew up? Do you remember? Like your earliest memory. So I, I did always want to have some kind of a, a store. I mean, like all I remember is when I was a little kid, like playing with credit card machines and cash registers. I had this me like, too. right. It was so much fun. I miss, used to make my parents go to office supply stores and yeah. buy me though. Like remember the manual? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I love it. I, I was obsessed with that. So I knew I wanted, so I didn't think it was going to actually happen, but I knew I wanted some kind of a, business or bakery. I, I didn't have a clue at that point, I would say what direction it would go in. But when did you have your aha moment then? Oh my God. Not, not till <laughs> years later. Oh, go blue baby. <laughs> that's a, that's a Wolverine over there. It comes up every single time we're on air. Sorry. Yeah. You can't, Hi, Emma. you can't get away from us. Go you blue. Just, you can't. Go blue. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Sorry, Erica. So, and when did you have your aha moment then? So if you remember those things, yes. where did, where did you get from little girl playing with like what is that carbon copy yeah whatever that thing is is I I had those to now being a co-owner of three businesses here so then I had went to college and had boring jobs that I hated and then I was commuting into the city I'm like I hate this I can't do this there's there's no shot I can live my life like this and started baking cupcakes and like maybe I can sell cupcakes I I was just trying anything and then it just worked then we we wound up renting space on Mama Tree where Toss is now 
and started selling cupcakes and desserts and then realized people... So that was first? That was first. And then realized people really like What crepes. was that business called? That was Whipped. 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 Got it. That's whipped. where I'm at. I missed yeah. you in between yeah. those two. Fantastic. So that was Whipped. And then I was like, oh my God, I can't sell these cupcakes. It takes forever to bake. They they only last a day. I'm like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> so then we're like... sustainable. It wasn't. So then we started... We were doing crepes at the same time, but then people were coming in for the crepes over and over. So we wound up after months just kind of changing the whole concept to pivoted. the pivoted. Pivoted. Yeah, or you redefine uh, success. Way, I'm going to say it a few more times just so you guys know. <laughs> just so you know. To what does Chandler say? Like, shut up. I got it. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, yeah. So then we, we became, we like, we changed our name like five times. I think we were like Whipped Cafe. And then we were like Whipped Dessert Bar. And then we were Why? Whipped Why? So Cray that Cray. you could market yeah, different it, audiences. Yes. Because then we kept finding that we were doing like a lot of breakfast and lunch, but people would only assume dessert crepes. So we're like, how do we make them know we do everything? So we kept like tweaking And what year name. was this? So we opened in 2013. Okay. And then quickly this happened. Maybe 2014, we then switched to crepes and breakfast crepes, lunch crepes, the dinner crepes, sweet crepes. And it was all, I mean, we had a couple other things, but majority was crepes. And then I think, I think what made us succeed is that we were okay to change things that like, even though we had this like grand scheme and knew it didn't work, we, we had to keep going. And then finally the crepe stuck and it was what we were known for. We were, it was doing so great. Yep. And, um, so what made you change then to where you are now? Say lovey. So then our big thing was, again, people always assumed it was just dessert so that we were like, are we and how did you neutral? find that out? Like, how did you, you just kind of like the feedback that you would get? Yeah. People would come in and be like, Oh, I didn't realize you had literally. Breakfast. Yeah. They would come in for dessert and our menus would be on the tables and they would be like, Oh my God, you have breakfast and lunch. And we're like, yeah. Like I mean, we would put on Instagram and Facebook every day, but still people just, which I even did before I, this business, I always just assumed desserts were like Nutella, strawberry, bananas. So we would keep pushing it. Then we need a new neutral place. So we had no kitchen though in Whipped. So then we found the space, which used to be Little Q-Pops, which is now C'est La Vie. And uh, we built a kitchen out, made it now a full service restaurant with, you know, now it's funny because crepes are almost like, not on the back burner, but now everyone's coming for the but breakfast the and menu. lunch. It's on, on the, the menu, menu, fully on the menu. So we just evolved to breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. So how did you get from that to owning the other two businesses also? So, okay, so we were still in a lease at where Whipped was, and I always, I, I personally just love eating, like, salads and stuff like that, and there was never really much around Yeah, there's no salad place right here. In fact, I used to say that often, and when I came in the first time to get my salad, you were there, and I was like, yes, oh, you own this yes, too? Yes, yes, And I remember saying to you, I'm going to get you my podcast, yes. and that was, like, in January, and then right. this happened, right. and when here we are. Right, me, I'm like, yes, oh, I <laughs> So, I'm like, you may not remember me, but no, I remember no, you. I know, I really did. I remembered you from Little Rockers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I just, just I like to eat like that. So I'm oh. like, if I like to eat like that, I'm sure other people did. And when, from working in the city, like, that was always what I wanted. Yeah. Like, um, what was it? Like, make your own salad bar. Yeah, yeah exactly. chopped, sweet green. I all love these, those yeah. places. So Nothing like, like that here. Let's just try it. So was there ever it. a place like that here? You're more like from no. here longer. No. No. Just, like a make uh, your own salad. Just just maybe like out on the highway there might right. be a franchise that or something. Like a 35. But, but, yeah, like, yeah. You know, but nothing. As There's a place, a quick plug for Bellworks, which we work out of here, which we love. And they're coming love, back. Yes. We're very happy yeah. for them. They have a salad place there called oh. Broad Fork, which is part of though. They're, right, right, right. They're big. They have yeah, a yeah. Bell Market Bell there. Market. Right. Yeah. It's, I so love they that. have a salad place, but that's the 
only Jesus. other make your right. own salad. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Like literally all right. Like, in the area. I, I, I love Bellworks. We did a couple things there. Actually, hey, while you're down here, you should try and um, <laughs> hitch a ride Bellworks. up to Bellworks. You should check it out. Hey, it's, it's unbelievable. It's really incredible it's there. It's going to change your life. Bellworks? It's, as far as a, yeah, right? a community, yeah, really uh, a workspace. Yeah. It's great. It's phenomenal. It's really amazing what they've done. So yeah, for those that don't know, what they've done is they took the old Bell Labs and... Massive. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. massive. massive. I'm going to screw it up, but it's like thousands and thousands and <laughs> yeah. thousands of square feet. A it zillion looks, square feet. It literally looks like an airplane terminal. Yeah. Like my friend, our friend came in and she's like, I don't know if I'm in an airport, a Chelsea market. Like a mall. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you can't a, figure it out. And right. Ralph's... Resort. It's... it's or a, like a mall. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's a fun so, place to be. What happened was Ralph Zucker, who works for Somerset Development, they took it over and developed this incredible space that has become both office space, co-working space, retail space, and they call it the Metro Burb, which basically is, you know, so that you feel, like for those of us that, you know, we're commuting into the city that miss the vibe right. of the city and, you know, but want it to be around others the way that we feel at Luminary, for example, that was what it became for us. Wait, so I think we, we're, we, hold on, I think we're frozen and I think we lost Kate. We'll get her back. Okay. <laughs> I'm frozen in a taking my hair off my forehead. And I'm in the, I, I have like, like a I'm weird very face. interested in what you're saying. And I look right? confused. Look at you. You have a John is like, wow. I'm listening to you, you about are. bell works. You look like, like a groupie. <laughs> like a groupie. Well, I'll finish my thought. Hopefully we'll get Kate back. So bell works, what happened was, as you can tell from our personalities, I took office space there. And in day one, I'm like, okay, who's in charge of like what goes on here? Yeah. Because my sister and I are like this type of personality. We want to get involved. And so you we guys are not talk type A. No, not at all. And not outgoing, extroverted. Right. No, so, the last the last few months haven't been a struggle. Yeah. Right. So we we partnered with the team at Bellworks and we do some events there. We we moderate panels there. It's been um it's been awesome. It's yeah. a really awesome space. So for those of you that have never been, you should check it out. Are we okay, Ming? Are we still on? Where's Kate? We don't know. Um Kate. And I feel bad for her because she's Kate's pivoting. Kate Kate. Ming, we're pivoting. We're pivoting to not having kids. Where is Kate? Um, I'm like sweating and drenched in the picture. You guys are completely frozen. We'll try to dial back in. Okay. (laughs) So anyway... Moving off of that, you then decided to open Tossed as yes. well. Yeah. So we so so actually pre Tossed, I forgot Mr. Pizza Slice. Yeah. We we I just had Madeline. We just had her, and then so the she's opera, what four and a half. Also? She's yeah. She'll be yeah. five in October. We're uh, yeah five in so, so she was just born and got the opportunity to like pretty much no cost take over the pizzeria. So even though it was something we knew nothing about, I'm like it's right next door. Maybe we should try it out. No so. Brainer. Say yes, it. which is yeah. one of our favorite mantras. Right? Yeah. Right. So Why we not? said yes. So we did it. Going to take over this yep. other business right. that, we'll, like, that we'll we know nothing out. about. Right? We knew nothing about owning any kind of a restaurant before. Like we kind of did it. So I'm like, try. So we took over there, renovated it. Um, open that. Can I tell you? They freaking killed it. Oh. They. Thanks, are so I mean my kids every my kids love day. Mr. Pizza Slice yeah it's delicious we literally get Mr. Pizza Slice they ask about the because there's the guy outside there's like the Italian yes. dude outside yeah, like, guy, yeah. Like, Mr. Mr. Pizza Slice Mr. Pizza Slice yeah. my kids are always like yeah. I want to go to the one that has yeah. the guy outside <laughs> I, like, I, you, yeah. you gotta and take here, a picture with him I'm ordering burgers I'm ordering oh. sauce I only order I order from Mr. Pizza Slice right because Red Tag doesn't serve food so you bring the food everything is from any one of their restaurants in fact 
when we're open normally, we have menus on the table. Thank you, yeah. And the menus are C'est la vie and Mr. Pizza Slice. Wait, I love that cross-marketing. I had no idea. Yeah, That's like that. my favorite yes. thing. Yep. Brilliant. Pre- pre- so people, instead of ordering from a waitress or a waiter, they order from their phone. And in a few minutes, it's delivered right to Red Tank. So they might as well... We're, there, we're your liquor license, is yes. how it Thank you. Know, you. Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, I don't think that you can define neighborly any better than right? that. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. Or no, collaboration. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The events that we do here, mm-hmm. we do huge events, like 100 people, first birthdays, right. retire to a retirement parties, everything in between. And they're catering most of them. I love that. Thank well, you. I'm yep. glad you like each other. Yeah. By the way, look that at works us. Out well. look at us. By the way, this is what's called a web moment, which Marissa and I talk about this all the time, where we would have these conversations where it's like, I happen to know Erica from Little Rockers, who owns these businesses, and John, and everyone is that's in our orbit, it was existing only up here for so many years. So being able to sit down and actually right. talk to you is like so apropos. Cool. It's funny how we're all connected. Right? I love it. And Kate, right. by it's the never way. never funny. It's always so unpurposed. Kate, by the way, who's still not back. But we will talk about her behind her back. Kate knows. Kate went to dinner. Kate went to dinner. She's gone. Kate knows Carrie Balog also. Has, what's the connection between Carrie and Kate? Carrie. Went they too. went to high school together. No, someone went to college with Kate. So someone Carrie, who Kate. interviewed us on her on, on our podcast, knows Kate too, which is just a funny small world. But yeah. anywho, so just to bring it back a minute. Um, By the way, I don't drink beer, and I'm moving on to my second. Oh my yeah. no! See, I, I have to drive I home. Drink so beer. I it's not like 21. I really? love this. Yeah, like love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love. So, so Ming, Ming, what did you, I don't know if I've ever asked you this in two years of knowing you. What did you want to be when you grew up, Ming? Was it okay I, I, a podcast studio? So um, I, uh, I, you know, I had no idea. I just wanted to play video games and read comic books. <laughs> Sounds right. All day, and uh, all the adults in my life, everybody in my life, were like, "Why are you? Why are, comics are for kids, and no one will ever pay you to play video games." And thank uh, God I didn't listen to them. Um, yeah. I didn't figure out the video game part, but a lot of kids did. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of kids making millions of dollars playing video games. I did figure out the pop culture comic book angle, though. And, yes, and, you did. Yeah, people are like, no one's ever going to respect you for reading a comic book or watching Star Wars <laughs> or running around with a lightsaber. And, um, well, it, I guess it worked out. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't listen to them. So, <laughs> Ming, here we are. I worship you. And we are, I mean, By the way, you know, it says you're muted, Ming. No, I'm, no okay. it's going through the... It's going through the uh, sure. it's, uh, we lost Kate and Ming's muted. Like, no, it's going <laughs> through the that here. guy? You guys, you guys hear me, right? So, yeah, yeah. No, so, and it's yeah. funny, speaking of being connected, when I told Dave, my husband, that I was podcasting at Ming Chen's podcast studio, yeah. Ming Chen. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love yeah. Ming Chen. And I know Dave, so I know he was he saying was that. He was a yeah. big, yeah. he's a big Ming fan, big Kevin Smith fan, yep. Secret Stash fan. In fact, that was one of the only things we knew about Red Bank, was that was where Kevin Smith's uh-huh. store was. Because um, Dave made me go to comic stores all the time. Um, and still does. But anywho, so that being said, um, you know, Marissa and I talk often about what we wanted to be when we grew up, so we like talking about that with other people. So, just to bring it back to now. John didn't say what he wanted to be. Oh, yeah. John, what did you want to be? We're also, Kate America, said it's not no, working. No, I mean, I, I, it's not working, Kate said. Kate says she can't get in, but it could be the Verizon thing. Sorry, Verizon. <laughs> we love Verizon's having a rough time. <laughs> we will keep trying. I love Verizon, too. I love yeah. Verizon. Do we do? I, I mean, do we like for us? So I do. She was saying that she wanted to do something with like carbon copy credit card. Right. That's all I do, John. What did you want to do? 
You want to be a baseball player? I wanted to be Boba Fett or a or a uh, paleontologist. Okay. So that's what I wanted to do when I grow up. So another I Ross became, from Friends yes. reference for yeah. those of you wondering. Yes. There you go. So I I got the full image there. So you became naturally became a wedding photographer <laughs> with those goals in mind. Yeah. So how yeah. did you get? Yeah. What was your aha moment? Like what made you get there? Well, my father was a wedding photographer. That's right. And I knew he that about. Told me that I was going to be a wedding photographer because I'm Correct. from an Irish. Italian family. So when you're from an Italian family, your father says, come with me to a wedding. You're going to be a wedding photographer. You become a wedding photographer. So that's what I did. So since 1983, when I was 13 years old, I shot my first wedding professionally and I've been shooting weddings ever since. So, what were the labor laws like? No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Listen, saying. we're a bunch I'm, of guineas. I'm just going to say. Weddings. We're not worried about where, labor and laws. Where, where did you grow up? Right here in Red Bank. Oh, you grew up down here. I never went anywhere. I was born in that hospital that if you lift the camera up and point it that way, it's over there. And I fell right here. This is it. Well, in all fairness, it's not, awesome it's spot not a bad spot to be from. Unless you're from That's Ann Arbor, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ming. Yeah. You just got to put another Michigan <laughs> thing in there because that's where men grew up. Isn't um, there a hand thing with Michigan? It's a whole, like, so the, it's, it's, part, yes, oh, it's like a, it, it looks like the state, and you're like up here versus down here. Yeah. Um, okay, so you wanted to be a wedding photographer, right, yeah, Dad? So, okay. So, Mike, so you know, and what what was your that. aha moment to opening a brewery then? So I'm also Irish, so I love alcohol. So I said <laughs> right. I want to do something in alcohol. I don't really care what it is. I just want. Now, were alcohol. you making like beer in your basement? Were you one of those guys before? This or so, no? kind of. So I, I mean, I made, I had made beer before. I wasn't like an amazing home brewer or anybody that would, you know. I just made it for us and for our family, and and then um, things came up and buildings came up for sale. So we said we should, you know, buy this building. What do you want to put in there? Should we do a winery? Should we do a brewery? Should we do a distillery? We like. You're like, the I most. don't care. Wine, I beer, I alcohol. Just I just want to make some it's of it. Just alcohol. So we like beer the most and we decided that beer was great because it was our favorite and um, it goes with food, which we love food. And uh, so we came into it with a, with a kind of a culinary um, A hospitality background. A yes, culinary so, 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 interest. Uh, and another thing that and a my drinking dad, habit. Well, I had the <laughs> drinking habit for a long time. I was 14 drinking beers with the Irish family, you know. But um, my father always wanted to be in the hospitality business. He had this sick fantasy. All of our friends talked us out of it. And still, to this day, they said, do not open a restaurant. But because you don't get to spend time with your family, right? Definitely you know, you're yep. constantly away. Definitely. So we said, Lavina and I said, let's try something different. Let's do a brewery. No kitchen, no food. So we open the brewery. Get the, the food brewery. from you. Thank you. Open yeah. the brewery. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, they do food much more than I. You know, her kids at your house. <laughs> We're good at that. We love. We it. should do that. I have a four-year-old too, so we can all four-year-old nice. together. Yes. It's crazy. I do not have a four-year-old. <laughs> you don't have a four-year-old. I no longer have a four-year-old, and I am just fine with it. You're very lucky. Did you sell it? I forgot. I tried, I tried to sell it. By the way, I just recently said this yesterday. I'm like four. I forgot how bad four is. I'm like four is pretty bad. I thought three was bad, and now we're. Such an attitude. Oh, such an attitude. So sassy. So yeah. I have a 13. I mean, 11 is pretty rough. <laughs> I have a 13 and 11 and a, uh, and, and a 4. 
and, and because when we had the 13 and the 11. Because. Yeah, I was doing. We're having an anatomy lesson now. <laughs> what happened? I'm just kidding. So I was, doing, <laughs> I was doing lunch duty at St. James, and I had so much fun talking to these five-year-olds. They are geniuses. I love them. And I was like, Lavina, we need a five-year-old in our life all the time. But they have to go from one through four Correct. before they get to five, which we're realizing now. Uh, yes, yeah, it's a long road. It's a long road. But I do yes. hear a rumor that the third child you, I mean, you ignore, but also enjoy um, in a way that you did not have the bandwidth to do with one and two. We did not. Plus, have you were working a ton. Yeah. Well, our kids would come to the studio with us and they would sleep at the studio, naps at the studio. Everything was at the photo studio. I mean, and we which, would have known you at that time. I knew him because my, yeah, my daughter on Broad Street, yep, my daughter is 11 and a half and she was an infant at Jamie's wedding. Yes. So we were there. Yep. yep. Well, my wife and I. Yep. Well, yep. together as to, a team. To, to turn this over, I mean, we lost Kate, sadly, but we can still have this conversation without her. I think one of the things I'd love to hear from our guests, Ming included, is words of wisdom for other small businesses right now, Red Bank or elsewhere, um, how we see ourselves moving forward. And this, I guess, would be a good um, segue also to introduce the clip that we had earlier with Jesse. But we'd love to hear kind of what you're looking forward to. I mean, obviously, like, this is like not... the hope. Let's, let's spread the hope. This is not news. Like, we're about to be not in warm weather, right? right? So, And we're currently only allowed to be outside. So... Would love to hear, you know, what's keeping you up at night in the best and worst ways, <laughs> but what you're excited about, what you are hopeful for, what you need about. from the community. Yeah. And like our community is listening. Let's ask them. Yeah. Right. And they will listen because this will live as a podcast episode and we get a lot of listeners. So <laughs> <laughs> at least we were right. before COVID, but hopefully we're getting some now. Everybody's home before now. Everyone's home red tank. You right. guys used to be popular. Then you came here yes. and well, went down. Yeah. Right. So tell me, tell me a little bit about how you're feeling and kind of what's next for you both. Uh, I mean, as for come the colder months, I, I've been obsessing over it, actually. Sure. I, I don't know. I mean, for Mr. Pizza Slice and Toss, I, I hope, not complain, they should remain pretty consistent because those are, there's no dining there. Um, they'll do better once more businesses come into town and we have more of that like steady lunch crowd but as for say la vie is really the issue because right now we're we're just doing the outdoor dining come the winter winter if there's if this is gone after november if there's no heat lamp situation I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. It's not the biggest takeout business, say la vie. It's very, you know, people don't really want to take that kind of stuff to go. So, I mean, we're very hopeful that there'll be some kind of indoor dining at that point, but that that's the one that is keeping us up at night that we don't know how we're going to pivot. Pivot? There it is. Right. <laughs> how about some private or semi-private lunches for all these kids that are not going to be at school all day? Right. Just an idea from da, a, a tween mom. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. That's Just an idea. idea from a tween mom. Well, we always thought of like a meal delivery service that was like for like a healthy version for kids kind of thing that we never, we always talked about. Yeah, we, we don't have a lot it. of that. We don't have that down here. By the way, Nick's off camera, your um, business partner. Hi, Nick. We thought you were going to join us. I don't know what happened. John spilled a beer on me, and the next thing I knew, I Nick was gone. We have Mr. Pizza Slice. He's literally like saying. delivering Nick's pizzas. Like, Nick's wow. with Kate. <laughs> Nick's with Kate and Chess and, yeah, and Jesse and Shay. <laughs> Nick went to Nick. We're went dropping to, like flies. Nick went to Kate's apartment Nick, to see if left. she's okay. Um, but I 
think I think um, you know that's a great idea. Meal delivery service, that, yes. especially I mean, for for these kids that are not going to be in school. Or sign up, or simplify and sign up Genius for like someone like me that wants to take three little girls to lunch, and I just give them to you. Right. Not to say that you should be babysitting, <laughs> but I'm just saying let right. let them have lunch. Right. And know that you're there because right. I mean the truth is is it, it not to say that's any different than any other day, but marketing it that way is kind right. of fun. Just an idea. Right. No, I, I need all these kind of ideas because we're we're constantly thinking how we used to run, we have to get over. That's but not we happening. are a small one town of the and the that, people here are very loyal to their yeah. town. Yeah. One of the things that, I have to say this, one of the things that um, we, we're we very dear friends with and follow. John's writing this down. He's like, let's do a delivery service. Yeah, right, right. Right. No, I'm ordering more beer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Obviously writing to like, I, I feel like delivery beer. Natalia, what's your name? I'm sorry, I forgot it already because I'm drinking too many creamsicles. But one of our dear friends who we follow religiously, our yoga slash everything teacher, Tootsie, says, you know, our life is a blueprint, right? We have a blueprint of our life. And the, the last thing that we should be doing right now is just taking current life and just trying to, like, fit it right on top. Right, right. So what you were just saying is you can't think about what the way you used to do it. Right. You have to think only in how do we do it now? It's like right. what Kate was saying earlier is like, it's like rewriting a business plan, right? Yes. This is a new yes. business plan yes. for a new phase of life. Right. Um, so that being said, I'd love to maybe, I don't know, Ming, how we put Jesse's quote in, but Jesse, who we talked to, to earlier, as I mentioned, works for the governor's mansion, works for One Willow, talked a bit about what it's going to look like now that indoor dining is coming on the right. horizon. What does that look like? I think we're going to share it now. We don't have to listen to the whole thing, but I'd love to hear a bit about what she said. Can we do that with my frozen face? There it is. <laughs> there you are. There I am. Uh, just from a public health standpoint, even. Not even just what New Jersey's going to do, but just in general. Sure. Um, so obviously I'm in kind of a unique situation because a part of my income is dependent on getting bodies into seats. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, population health comes above all things in my, in my world. So uh, it's been... I've had a lot of moments over the summer where I've uh, said to myself that I wish I knew less. Uh, she has her master's in public health. It's very that. difficult to be challenged by customers sometimes to say, oh, well, you know, Murphy should have done this and Murphy should have done that. Um, all politics aside, just looking at the things from a science perspective, I would say that because we were so aggressive in our shutdown, I can say that I pretty firmly believe that we'll be one of the only states that doesn't shut back down. I loved hearing that. You know, so there's Thank the you, major upfront sacrifices from business owners, from restaurateurs, from, you know, everyday people like us that just want to go out to eat or just go to the bar or whatever. Um, but because we've made those upfront sacrifices, I think that we'll have a better long-term outcome than other states. Um, it's been, it's been challenging a lot of times when I have to bite my tongue because, um, the, actually I know better. I work there during the day. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like one wheel and people are like challenging her and she's like yeah. there's still for some reason this um, preconceived notion that if you work in the service industry you don't really have a brain you're just like here to bring cheeseburgers ice. Um, but unfortunately brain and um, like I said I just know too much on the topic but uh, I I'm confident in the steps that we've taken as a state, I feel really good about um, our response time. 
our collective efforts. Um, and I think ultimately, as I said, the population general outcomes will be better than what we see in our neighborhood states. Um, of course, I want indoor dining to reopen. Of course, I want everything to reopen. Um, you know, all of us that are in the restaurant industry are dependent on that. But I do not want to see the state have to shut back down. You know, that would be devastating beyond repair in so many ways. And I think that the level of um, just outcry and outbursts from the community, the tolerance of another shutdown would be so minimal compared to the first time. So while we have compliance, I think it's best that we've been doing such an aggressive job. Um, I have heard rumblings of some indoor dining reopening in the next couple of weeks. Yay. Um, so that's exciting. I know it's going to be very limited and there's still going to be a lot of restrictions, but um, we're, we're making steps in the right direction. And what I think is most important for everybody to remember is that we're headed that way. Maybe it's not as fast as you want it to be, um, but in terms of thinking about the greater good and the greater population, we have to move slowly and cautiously and really keep an eye on, on numbers and data and not just what people want. I love all this, Jesse. I want to crawl in your lap a little. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good, Meng. Thank you. I'll film that. I'll film that. Meng, we can make some money on that. I Marissa goes, Marissa goes, you're like a robe. I said, she's like a fluffy bag. Wasn't that so helpful? I just think she said a lot of amazing things today, and hopefully we can even use some of the other clips that she said um, when we put this podcast on our um on iTunes, but Jesse has this amazing background of having her master's in public health. So she actually like knows better, but also, you know, works at the governor's mansion. Right. right? So also she, well, politics aside, she's in, a restaurant. in it. And she also manages one willow. So she's seeing how it's affecting and her husband's a show and her husband's a show. Um, and it's, I mean, how many, how many things can you have? That's right. a lot. It's a lot. And so she, it's funny earlier in the episode, I'm sorry, in the conversation with her, she said something that I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on she's like Mar so marissa and i both went to one millow unrelated this is so marissa and me unrelated to one another made our first and only date night at one willow i went one week whatever that was july whatever that was and she went a week later yeah so jesse said something today while we were talking to her and i'd love to hear your thoughts which is such an awesome segue into the, the tail end of this conversation Hopeful. is she's like i love being the person that is serving someone who's out for the first time since yeah. march and she's like there's something about I get, i'm actually getting like goosebumps thinking about it she's like there's something about being the one that is talking and so that's how marissa and jesse met because marissa went to one willow on her and she like was creeped on her um as marissa was out for the first time right so tell tell everyone that story fast about jesse so that was really i cool. was i am i am admittedly much more conservative while we're sitting here talking i've had several conversations with myself my inside voice about my anxiety um, it's the truth and I'm I'm not afraid to say it on air. I'm nervous. I was nervous. A I'm, I was a germaphobe before this. She's only sitting next right. to me, yeah. as you yeah. can notice, right. right? Me and Ming, but yes. Ming's over there. I was a germaphobe before. Like I'll this. take one. I like that everybody. You, you can spill your beer on me. I, <laughs> I like that everybody's now as conscious, 
ish as I was before. Like people have always joked that I'm a, like a hand washer and a Purell'er. Like also, and that's also because I'm just trying to rid myself of other people's energy. That's a whole other story in podcasts. <laughs> a different podcast. Um, much. Yeah, there's much. Hundred percent. Sage. Sage. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was very nervous, and I was. Um, I went out probably two weeks prior to her. No, but I Jamie. Jamie did stores. I didn't. But Jamie does stores, and I don't. I'm like an order online fresh direct yeah. loyal to the city. I will say this. I actually researched this a lot. I think it's I was, a four-year-old thing. But no, I was interested in this in general. As an extrovert, admittedly an extrovert, a defined extrovert, which she does not, although she's extroverted, no, find I'm herself extrovert. as an extrovert. I am completely fine in COVID. I don't need to go anywhere or do anything. I, I actually, don't give a shit. I actually did a <laughs> lot of research on this because I went to stores like the second I could because I missed yeah. the conversation with the cashier <laughs> and like the like seeing other humans that were not my four-year-old, right. you know? Without their faces covered. Right. And so she was the opposite. She's like, I'm cool with just ordering boxed and fresh direct. And I yeah, was I like, support all the brands. Yeah. I'm an equal opportunity shopper. But I was nervous and I, I went out and it was beautiful there. And I there. knew how to wear a dress and I knew how to put on my makeup, even though you couldn't see it under my mask. And then I took it off and Jesse walked over to the table and she looked at me and whether she knew to do this or not, ordered a round of... Well, now we found out shop. today she knew. Yes. She knows that it and was your she first just, time out. she just got me. Yeah. And then we start to talk. Also, the food there was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, dying. Oh, and yeah. highly yeah. recommend. Yeah. Really yeah. delicious. Have you been? You've been? I have not. It's well, so dying. good. The tuna tacos are like the best things I've ever If you guys ever give yourself a night off, yeah. Yeah. Say. Instagram is ridiculous. ridiculous. No, 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 it's gorgeous. And it's beautiful there. So we go, and you know, I'm ordering the food. My husband and I are on a date. I don't know the last time we've been alone. Have you been to one with us? I have not. Thank you. Everybody needs to go there. I'm putting on the Ming Chen list. Put it on the checklist. The Dreamcatcher list. Do it. it was beautiful and she knew that I needed the shots literally right and literally. she made sure that our food came out quickly and she looked at me and she like locked eyes with me and she's like just so you know I haven't been out to dinner yet and at that point she hadn't she's like because I'm working here I also have my degree in public health now she doesn't know that she's saying this to me where I'm like Jesse move my husband over sit down I need to know what's happening like, I don't understand you're, like, you're talking to a career right. counselor you're talking to yeah, like, a, like, how did you get here like right. Because what, like, said, what did you want to be when you grew yeah, up, Jesse? Right. I said, I'm like, I'm the loser that geeks out on your storyline. Right. Like, I'm like, so tell me more. Like, yeah. what happened? And I basically had a date with Jesse while on a date with my husband. And then Instagram, I'm not Instagram, LinkedIn stalked her, then Instagram. Right. And then invited her to be on the podcast night, which, by the way, set the tone for the conversation because she had such an incredible juxtaposition of wisdom from firsthand experience and also firsthand experience and then also firsthand experience to be able to display and share with our audience and each other and and like Kate said earlier I mean at the end of the day we're all small business owners and to a degree we're all just trying to figure out how to get by and something I've been dying to say on air for so so long here and comes I, it's the creamsicle no no it's not the creamsicle but it might be the creamsicle <laughs> the, no no okay I so my husband is from Long Island and Long everyone Island. yeah and everyone at this table knows there was zero shot that was happening okay <laughs> and I had always said to him that people from New Jersey 
know who they are and never try to be something they're not collectively right and if i've ever now granted my heart is a new york city heart i always was new york city i believe new york city i can't wait to see it i'm sorry that it's hurting i'm sorry i feel like i've betrayed her by not being there the last several months but like i've got kids and it's a commute and i didn't know how to do it so it just didn't happen it wasn't because i wasn't loyal but i'm a new jersey girl and i am so proud of everybody right I'm proud to just be the way we all are like at the end of the day you look down the street well, maybe not right the second so don't look right the second but you look down the street it's vital but it's pretty awesome vital. around the corner is pretty awesome right, right now too it's right. vital and right out here too people are trying to figure out ways to make shit happen curse yeah. necessary so anyway well I would love that's to, my deep my, I, my I love that and I love and my creamsicle I don't drink on air usually whoops I'd love to wrap with two main questions. One, we can talk it through any any way that we like. One of our favorite questions is, do you have a mantra? So I'll let you marinate on it for a moment. When we talked to Jesse earlier, she, I, I'm going to screw it up, but I want to remember what I hers know it. is. Go ahead. She who is brave is free. Whoops. <laughs> she who is brave, yeah, right into the pool, right into the tent. On our bumped out, amazing, beautiful red bank sidewalk um, she who is brave is free so Jesse was saying that is her mantra it's also her Instagram handle that doesn't have to be a woman but somebody who is brave and takes risks and does something different and does something new feels a sense of freedom so I think that is a great testament to you guys as business owners who have been forced for better or worse to, to pivot although you also opted to pivot prior so you were already kind of Preconditioned, preconditioned to, to chase a dream, right? Um, and that you, I'm hoping and guessing, even though that this last six months have been tough, feel a sense of freedom professionally that was directly like as a result of your ability to take a risk, right? Right. And we preach that to people all the time. Oh, by the way, and I do want to, I don't want to forget to plug your amazing thing that you were showing me before. I want you to show Wait, this beer says a worldwide collaboration brewed to support hospitality professionals all together in yeah. India Pale Ale. Yeah. We are all in this together. Yeah. So Talk about that fast. That, I like that. That beer was made, it's an, it's called All Together IPA. We show it? How do it's we? A, it's a beer that was made to support both um, the hospitality industry as well as the medical industry industry so all the monies from this this beer uh, is donated to, um, to 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 charities that have restaurants serve lunches and dinners to hospitals love it so Ooh, I like it so you're supporting both you're supporting the health industry and you're supporting the uh, restaurant uh, wow Ming that yes, is that impressive cool. in- <laughs> oh, right. Ming that. got that's the logo can you tell why we use Ming for all things because that is how it works I'd still be in Fairhaven right now yeah, like, I'd still be like this, uh, together beer it's an IPA it's a New England IPA it's done with Citra Mosaic Amarillo it's all the great hops that everybody loves and this beer is done to support the the the, the medical industry as well as the hospitality industry that is suffering so much so what they do is they give the money that we donate to this this charity orders local uh, lunches and dinners from local restaurants and they donate them to hospitals I love for that. the 
So it's a double. It's a double entendre. So it's like kind of a double. Is your mantra all together? So I love that, by the way, John. And I love what is your mantra. So speaking of, let's to back up a moment. We you know we have many mantras. We say all the time. One is say yes. We talked about this earlier with Erica, where she saw these opportunities, said yes to them. As did John. As did Ming. As did Kate. As did we do over the last six months. We just saw an opportunity to create a networking group because of all the people that have been on our podcast. Because quite frankly, we would sit down and have these amazing conversations or we would interview you, right? You'd come in with your resume and I'd sit down with you and I couldn't get you a job at that time, right? Because in my business, if I don't have an open job for you, right. you come in, I help you with your resume and you're gone. Right. You're in my database, but like, that's it. So we spoke to each other. We're like, what could we be doing with all of these amazing souls? Like all these amazing people out there that they are doing something. cool things. They need something. They need something from you. Help. They need help. They need connection, community. So that's what we've created with the Dreamcatchers web. And it's been really amazingly fulfilling. And we were going to do it anyway, but COVID, frankly, helped, it up, helped right? us. It pushed pushed us in the right direction. So. I needed help, so my poor wife married me. There you go. <laughs> well, I so mean, your wife is an original, original Dreamcatcher. Um, so that being said, is that your mantra? Yeah. I yeah, think right? So. Yeah. <laughs> My wife married me because I needed help. So our one of our mantras is say yes. One is um, dream big, obviously, was always our original mantra. They copied me. Um, and one of my favorites, which I think applies very much to these conversations, is network the most when you need it the least, right? So here we are. We're all kind of okay, right? We're surviving. But what we're doing right now is we're actually networking, right? You guys are chatting. You've already kind of collabed. Um, but maybe because of this, you end up working with me in some way or you reach out to Kate for help or you now know who Jesse is and you write to her because now you're like I was also on that podcast that you were virtually patched into right um, these are or you were kind to Jamie years back and she remembered and watched your growth I did I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to showcase that it was a dark time too I had just moved here and have any friends yeah, I remember you just I, I was like I had a new we would have been your friend right and she we would have taken pictures John. of that duh <laughs> I was mad me. you didn't join the class I was like, oh, I have a friend. Elliot's still the worst. No, I'm just kidding. He's the best. Uh, he was not into it. Uh, or maybe mommy wasn't. Hello. Hey. I love the little oh, yeah, rockers, to be fair. Um, I love them. But they're here all the time. I love them. Yeah. Jesse and Chris. Oh, really? Oh, they're yeah, awesome. Oh, because they do all your birthdays. birthdays. Yeah. We had it for our so Madeline's birthday. Yeah. Them. Um, so tell me, do you have a mantra, either of you, that you kind of like live by, say to yourself, Marissa, I know, says mantras every morning, anything that you would like to impart on our audience? I mean, I don't know if this is a mantra, but something we always say that I feel like always works out is that everything happens for a reason. Same. Uh, is that a mantra? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. In fact, I wear it on my wrist. I don't oh. have it on right now, but I have a mantra band, which is a bracelet. A mantra band is a brand of bracelets that say mantras on them, and mine is everything happens oh, for a reason. Oh, how funny. Yeah. That, like, from your like eight years ago, nine years ago, we've been saying that because there'd be things that would, obstacles that would come, but then things would work out that we'd think, oh my God, we're done. And then something like really nice would happen out of it. So that's really what we They don't by. always know what the reason is at the right. time. At the time, like we try to like obsess over what, what, why is this happening? And then we find out why. Say, okay, this was meant to be. And I mean, that's how I think about COVID even right now, right? right. We're all living this quote hell right. or this new version of right. life. But look at all this amazing stuff that's coming out of it. There's Red Bank's bumping their sidewalks. You know, we're creating new business models and right. plans. Because um, in struggle we rise. In struggle we rise. Yeah, I so true. That. I love everything happens for a reason. And yes, that is a mantra. I love it. John, what about you, John? Up on the phone. Do you have one? 
I, he texted uh, his He's texting Lavina. Lavina, do you have a mantra? Because I need I to did. tell them. I texted Lavina. I said, what's our mantra? What's our mantra? She, she said, make Red Tank your happy place. She did. She wrote she it back. What's our mantra? What's our mantra? I'm like, she cliff notes. No, totally. Calling in a friend. So, so that's, yeah, I phoned a friend. So, so I don't have as much of a mantra as I do an inspiration, which besides my wife and my dad, who my dad is my main inspiration in life, inspired me to do everything that I do and to succeed in this and in wedding photography, which I still do 100%. By the way, this is like my hobby and wedding photography is what I do for a living. You know, I just, I have a, I have an amazing... This is your side hustle. Depending on the day, this is your side hustle or wedding photography. It depends on the day. Oddly enough, I spent a lot more money on this than I did freaking wedding photography, but this is my side hustle. I don't know where that came from. However, uh, we have more inspirations, and, 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 and to be honest with you, my one of my main inspirations in life and what I think about, I, I, when I go in the closet and I think I can't do this and I, I think it's dying and we're going to fail, I look at pictures of Milton Hershey who failed so many times and just tried so many different things that, that made no sense at all in the world at the time and then what did he do? Hershey I mean one of the biggest corporations in the world and that's what I think about uh, when we're when we're feeling bad when we're feeling like how are we getting out of this and when are we going to be allowed to be in business again well, and you might end up with a Hershey kiss from all this solar wrapper my favorite kind Hershey have you, have you gone to Hershey all the time. Yeah. All the time. So our, it's one of our happy places. It's one of the places that... So now you want to create Red Tank is your happy place. That's your... Mon- that's what Lena says. Well, it's one says. of our hashtags. Yeah. Red Tank is your has- happy place, so... Well, it's interesting because I love that you quoted Hershey. Um, Dave and I are big Starbucks fans. We follow... I mean, obviously, I love Rook. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but Starbucks being the, the corporation of Starbucks and how they are privately owned and Dave met, read the book and this, that, and the other. And I think one of the things that they preach, which you might know, which is that Starbucks will now... It's not is everybody's third place, right? You have your home, you have your office, you have your Starbucks. So I think that's a really poignant thing from a business standpoint is make Red Tank your place, your happy place, yeah. place that you come that you don't. Where have everybody to worry knows about. your name. Yeah, yeah. That's Which, what by the way, I just for. read that Cheers is closing. Did you guys see that? No, really. Cheers, the bar is closing. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. If that's true. If, if it's COVID related or not. And the one in Boston. Lost. Yeah, like the real Cheers. I've been. Ming, do you have a, a mantra? I don't know if I've ever asked you this, Ming. Uh, I I do. I do. Um, um, you know, in support of John here, you know, always drink local. No matter, you know, I travel a lot. I always look for the local breweries or dive bars. So Ming uh, does <laughs> drink local. Ming's been here with he's brung, he's brought um, wrong, wrong. That is the creamsicle talking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking something heavier. Than yeah, that's way heavier than the creamsicle. So Ming came here one day and he was with a, a few beer bloggers. Yep, uh, from Rhode Island. Yeah, from Rhode, a beautiful brew, and he's I love Ming. It's good Not, guy. Not only Always you drink show, local. You is that really your mantra? Because that really says a lot of things about you. It's one of them. The other one is that, you know, don't waste a meal. You know, you only have so many meals in your life. Uh, you know, don't waste any of them. Uh, uh, don't, you don't need to go to Applebee's 50 times a, a year. Find the local place that everybody else eats at. But I love I, that. You know what What it boils down to? Life is so short. It's so short. I try to have fun every moment. Every um, moment. Every moment. I, I, you know, I, I, you know, in the job force. Yeah, I worked an office job. I was in a cubicle. I I wore a shirt and tie, if you can believe it. I, wore, I can't imagine it. I had to wear dress shoes, and you know, and I, I did. I had an IT job. I was like, there's no reason for me 
to wear a tie. I don't see clients. I'm in a dark room with no windows. There's yeah. no reason. Yeah. But it was, you know, I, and I think the, the day where they made me fill out a form so I could leave an hour early to go to a doctor's appointment, I was like, that's it. I'm done. You're I, done. I, I, I can't do this. I need to find you out. You make your own destiny. Yeah, I need to find out what, what you know. What do I what do I love? This is what I tell kids, high school kids, all the time. What do you What do you love to do? If you If you want to go into radio, um, great. Start a podcast. You know, you don't need to go to broadcast school. You don't need to audition for. Especially a radio now, you, there's so many things these people could be doing, yeah, which it, we didn't have when we were in school. So different. Yeah, if you yeah. want to start your own TV show, put it on YouTube. You don't need to go to NBC right. and you know start go to YouTube. If you want to broadcast live, do this. I literally hit a button and we're on live. Like any kid, any. Anybody can do this. All the walls that we used to have uh, for all this stuff that people was like, oh man, I'd love to do that one day, but somebody had to tell you that you could do it. And now that's all gone. You you don't need anyone to tell you that you can't do something. And if it's something that you love, don't let people tell you that it's stupid or it's for kids or that you, you're too old for it. Uh, do it because you never know what will happen. You might wind up on a reality TV show in a comic book shop down the street from here. Yeah. It was not, yeah, you yeah, did. Right yeah. at the block. Yeah, yeah. it was not. That, that, that was not my end goal. It's like goal. Dave's favorite show of all time. Ming is comic such an inspiration. Ming, comic book man. We should do like a photo calendar, like a sexy calendar of you <laughs> in like your cubicle with a tie like, and, and a stage. Like, like the stages of Ming. All the stages of Ming. Ming, like, yeah, the I, uh, sexy, like, yeah. By December, he's like, <laughs> Ming Santa. Yeah, totally. But, uh, let me lose a quarantine weight. I'm going to take some more Bridget Ripple's yoga yeah, classes. Bridget yeah, Ripple, Go to totally. Eastside Body Works a couple times and then we'll, we'll talk. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I I try to you know you guys know me you follow me on social media we know each other personally you see I, I'm no trying you to, are as vital I'm, as vital is I'm trying to have fun the whole time and then one and eat you, really good food in fact I always go to wherever Ming is <laughs> yeah. like Ming says it's good I'm gone he's like a walking zagat yeah and then, totally. and then when you find that fun share that love share that fun with everybody else and share that's what, what we know. My, you know I've always been this way and I I think that obviously you all can see it tonight. I've always been a walking megaphone, volume aside. If I love something, and Marissa and I love something, we are the biggest cheerleaders for yeah. those things. I love John. I've always loved John. I loved Erica when I met her. We wanted to bring people tonight to, to showcase the people that we love, the town that we're living in. I get emotional every single podcast. So here it comes. Also, it's the creamsicle. But also... <laughs> what is just, the creamsicle called? I don't know. What is More it? Actually? creamsicle. The creamsicle, right? I love More it. More creamsicle. Show, show us, though, to segue, and then we can tie up with one of my favorite questions. You were just showing this before, but there's a partnership brewing. Yes. Are we allowed brewing. to talk about this? Brewing. So, with um, Ming and John. Speaking of being in the web. So, so we just. Can you bring this up? Do you have this picture? Uh, you can airdrop it to can me, I, perhaps. Can or, I airdrop it or, yeah. or text it to you? you? Airdrop it. I can show it to everybody because this is. Uh, this is huge. This is huge, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is big uh, so, for the Red community. Ming, I'm going to text it to you. Okay, fantastic. That, that'll comes. work. I will, I will get it here. Yeah. This is uh, so an awesome partnership between so Ming and John, two Red Bank kind of gurus, institutions. I don't know. What's the best word for them? I don't know. I Geeks. mean, they're they're classic. So influencers. So, so we um we just got uh we got an email earlier this week from uh from the 
licensing department of Jay and Silent Bob. They're doing a movies pop-up in Red Bank um, that will serve all of the movies food and they'll be doing uh, takeout and delivery. And um, so they asked us to do a beer uh, specifically for Jay and Silent Bob, movies, um, clerks, small rats, the whole. So we decided to do, we we did a India Pale Ale, which is a, it's, it's made with cashmere hops, mosaic, citra, and it's a, it's an IPA that's done uh, for, um, did you get it, called, I, uh, I'm getting it. You're keep getting it. Keep talking. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash IPA. So it's an IPA. We'll now, be canning will only it. Be av- sorry. Will it only be available for that pop-up or you're going to sell it here too? We're selling it here through the pop-up, through us, um, through both. So, awesome. so people can get it here. We're doing a very, very limited amount. Um, when will that be? It is going to be available uh, se- September. I have to look at the date. In it's, September. It's, it's in September. Just keep <laughs> coming on. soon. Yeah. Check we'll, your Red we'll Tank Instagram. Right. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll reshare sure it on Ming, our handles. And Ming will share I'm it I'm sure as Ming well. will share it. It'll be everywhere. And uh, so we're working. So so oddly enough, the what was what was amazing for me is, uh, I mean, we... I'm from Red Bank and from Middletown, so the Jay and Silent Bob thing is really strong for us mm-hmm. and for Red Tank. So um, you're happy place. Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. So what was super cool was that um, that 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 Kevin Smith himself approves our artwork like literally within minutes. And yeah, your branding like, is really awesome. Whoever does wow. your stuff, so, I love it. So I do it, my wife and I. Yeah, because that's we're photographers. Yeah, that's your jam. Graphics. That's we're in that. That's what we do. I love. So we're really excited. Of all trades, like it's nothing. One of the things that John shared with me when we first chatted about this is that you know he was so inspired by Carrie's sister Holly, who owns Rook, who is our friend through Carrie. Oh my God, there are such their branding and what they've done, as you can tell in John's branding, is this red tank, red circle. I, I'm gonna you told say me this story. I literally copied Rook. I can say I'm, I'm gonna give Rook all the all the you know what like, credit props and credit for their my family logo. is so genuine. I'm They're so, so amazing, I love them. and I'm sure they'd be so appreciative to I, hear you say I that. I hope they are, I and I will tell them when I see her mom at the beach yeah. tomorrow. Like, just, yeah, please tell them that I appreciate. So Carrie from Brand Groupies and Holly are sisters. So Holly, did, we didn't know that at the time. We didn't know that at the time, but Holly and what they've done for our area and Rook and just every other bumper sticker or sticker that you see oh in this God. town Amazing. is the bird in a circle which is very similar to your logo which I love and you were inspired by so Completely kudos inspired. to Holly and Rook yeah. and her partners uh, I sustain so, life on a New Orleans so speaking of just to segue while Ming is still struggling to get the photo <laughs> <laughs> thanks Verizon the photo is with Ming, Kate I'm sorry did I there, there it is oh look there at that we there's go. our can look at That's that our can. I love oh, it nice. how do you cool like my that? cans I do like your hands. That's, you know, what, that's what she said. Um, you like you you have that edge too, don't you? Yeah, I love it. You I have that it. edge. Got it. So okay, so just to wrap up, one of our favorite questions that we like to end with is, which I think is so appropriate for this conversation, is we usually ask what's your favorite go-to order at your hometown restaurant. But I think during COVID, what we've been asking our guests is, do you feel like there's been a restaurant? a business something that you have either ordered from partake you know partaken 
Pardon, supported. It. Wrong. Let it go. Um, <laughs> supported during brought co- it. Brought it. Drowned it. <laughs> when Elliot says had it, I had it a. I'm like, that's already passed. I like that. That's already passed. Um, that you have supported or that you think have killed it during this, right? We've we've already shouted out one Willow, which we all we both believe did a wonderful right. job. And our friends at Bellworks. And our friends at Bellworks, and obviously shared universe and all of your businesses. But is there anything that you have supported or? That it helped you. you. That helped you during this. A local business that you wanted to shout out because we'll tag, we'll share. Um, I mean, my favorite place right here that is doing an amazing job is obsessed with teak and their short ribs. Yum! <laughs> it's amazing if anyone has not that. Um, and I think they're doing a great job. They have their three businesses and they do great. But um, that, that's really where I go most of the time when I have a baby. Are they the same time. teak in Hoboken? No, no. different. Yeah. No. yeah. So what are their three businesses here? Or that and Greek Eats they have now. Oh, oh got it. Greek so, Eats and Bistro. 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 Ah. There's, I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that either, I don't think. I That's love it. my, like, with my friends, we go whenever we can, obsessed meal to do. Yeah, that sounds great. I want to do that. <laughs> what about you, John? Yeah. Uh, what's weird is last night, my wife and the kids, we went to tea. Oh, how funny. And burgers, like sushi. It's, the burgers are great, too. The burgers so yeah. good. Burgers. So so we do, we've done a couple of Santa's birthdays. I've been there yeah. several times. Tea is amazing. Uh, but when, you, when, when, when I think of Red Bank, I seriously think of Teague, the Bistro, Say La Vie, Mr. Pizza Slice. Those are my go-to. That's where we go. And we're not just saying that. <laughs> These are places that, uh, you know, the place we support each other. Right. You know, B2. B2 has the best Brussels sprouts I've ever had. Oh, in I love Brussels sprouts. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So B2 has our beer. They, and we've been going there since day one. They've been really... Look at this. Yeah. We're so intuitive, <laughs> you guys We created right this now. panel. We had no idea. By it's the way... All, actually, it's all John's fault. It is. It's all John's if fault. If it weren't it for John, we wouldn't John. even be here. But we didn't know we're that. we usually drunk. But yeah, we didn't like, know that you know, when we... Nobody really Jesse. likes me unless they're drunk. <laughs> I like John really is laying on I the floor. I spent a lot of time with you. You're, like, is, you're the nicest matron I've ever met. John is laying on the floor and you're taking a photo from like underneath while you're cheersing. You're like, this is the this is the real deal. <laughs> and I was not looking up your dress. No, you were not. No, you were not. <laughs> well. Maybe at the time. I'm sorry. Let me I zoomed in. Yeah. <laughs> so, me too. So, P.S., he just mentioned all the people that were here and or supposed to be here tonight, which I love. And, um, you know, I'm so happy we did this. I love talking to other business owners that are doing good things because it inspires me. It fills me up. I, I'm I, also hungry. Yeah, same. Yeah. Just saying. So, Nick, Nick, you're hungry? Nick, no. Some no, I'm just kidding. Um, but I do, I do really love, Marissa and I talk about this all the time, not to, not to get emotional again, but we, one of our hashtags, one of our mantras is lead with light, right? So you guys are such amazing examples of leaders in the community who are bringing light to a situation that is fairly dark and in one way or another, right? Ming is giving a voice to people and yeah. you guys are giving food to people and drinks to people and giving people a really sexy, cool place to be in the suburbs. So thank you for being here tonight with us thank and you. sharing your story. Um, we like to end on, is there anything else that you, we didn't ask that you wanted to share? Anything else about the future of your businesses? Anything else that we didn't ask that you wanted to touch on? 
I just want to thank you guys for having me. I'm sure Definitely Erica thank, wants it. Yes, yeah, thank you for having us. Yes. I don't feel like a light. I feel like the dark because it's it's, it's tough. really freaking hard. Yeah. Yep. I got to tell yeah. you, it's not easy. Yeah. But it is cathartic to sit here and talk it out. Right. In all fairness, right. without the microphones, without the headphones, without the creamsicle. If we were hanging, drinking creamsicle, talking, we, wouldn't be, we would we be would, saying the same thing. Right. 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 So my point is, is to have this moment, even for you personally or professionally, right. to be able to talk shop or rub elbows or hear wisdom or just be able to just air your air your woes. Right. It's nice. And then also for to have that spun around and for us to look at you and be like, actually, you're, super you're leading with light. You are. And you need to hear that as much as people need to hear it right so you know I think I think listen we are doing what we can you're doing what you can you're doing all that you can people are going to come they're going to support we're going to promote this you're going to put this out there you're going to share it with your people your followers your your audience your customers are going to want to hear your story your point of view right I'm proud of you guys I think thank it's you. awesome thank and you. honestly it's no different than the advice we give it's our also kids also lightning and thundering it is lightning it's it's one of the things I was really speaking of light we're really creating a lot of light it was supposed to rain <laughs> I know I thought it I looked it up on many I, I kept it off with my sorcerer. I, will, I will say I this. was like, no. I want that job. I want the job of these guys that report this weather. Excuse me. All I say on the regular basis is all I want to do in life is be a weatherman. Because, because I can you be can just be wrong and still time. get paid. I and say it all the time. It doesn't matter, right? Right or wrong. Or something like these douchebags. I, totally. I'm sorry. Can it's we true. not say I, By the way, I, like, I track the radar. Everything is wrong. Everything is wrong. Look, right now it's not. But you know what? Did we want them to be right right now? No. By the way, one time I watched a Today Show segment, they all had their phones out on different apps. One said it was raining. One said it was supposed to rain. One said it wasn't going to rain. So and it was funny. pouring rain right. on, the, on the guy. Right. Ridiculous. To, to, to wrap, what I want to say is that it's no different than we tell our kids, right? I say to my kids all the time, that, you know, neither of them are a natural athlete. I'll say to them, all that matters is that you try your best. Mm-hmm. Right. Give Definitely. it your best. Exactly. All, literally percent. nothing else matters. Right. So you guys are a true testament of people who are doing the best you got. Right. 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 And you're an For example sure. to everyone else that are just like right. you all across the country, just trying. Right. 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 And you're trying. Yeah. So trying is way more than not trying. Right. I mean, how many days have we all woken up where we're like, I don't want to try today? Oh my God. Most of I mean, like every other, other day. day. We're like, we're done. Like today. Literally. Today, today I didn't want to try. We have that Sadly, I don't feel day. that at all. No, never. <laughs> like, I'm the guy that kids look like, and they're like, I don't want to be like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I, I thank, thank you guys you for me. being here. Cheers. <laughs> Let's do a quick cheers because we didn't cheers, get guys. to. Salute. Cheers, guys. Salute. Salute. Red tank. Salute. It's a new beginnings and silver linings. New beginnings. And creamsicles. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ming. Thank you, Thank Ming. you to Ming. our team Ming. and Maris. You're the best. And, oh, and your partner in crime over there Nick, off camera. thank you, Nick. Nick. Who was an avid. I think he was a very devout listener. He was really not. He might have some feedback. Yeah, I gotta you. tell you, Nick is another inspiration <laughs> of mine because he says what he says and says and he was gonna be on here, but he's, he's gonna be like, you guys were table, you guys yeah. were long winded and should have been done a half so, hour. Yeah, no, thank you, and guys. I'm thank you guys for being here, and thank you to Kate and Jesse and Chez for your wisdom earlier, and thank you to Ming as always, and Maris, our team that is, and Kelly who does all of our back stuff that make us look so beautiful and gorgeous and sweaty. Um, so, ooh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Ming. I think we're set, and I think, you know, thank you guys for being here. Thank, thank you. you. Go Red Bank. Thanks thank you so us. much. God bless, guys.